Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. Hey, welcome to Road to Redemption. This is Drew, and I'm your host for today. With me in the studio is Benny Deshira. He is the lead singer of the Christian rock band Empowered. Benny, thanks for coming in and bringing me coffee this morning. Hey, Drew. Thanks hey. for having me on, man. It's a blessing to be here. And you know, coffee's a must. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 So we're good to go. <laughs> Every time you're in Destio, <laughs> I, I met you a few years back when you came into the studios. Yeah. And uh, told me about your band and uh, amazing music. Even got to play some of your songs over the years yeah. back in the day. Being friends with you, it's so, it's so encouraging for me because I love it when you stop by. You bring me coffee. That's great. But uh, just our conversations with each other. You have a powerful story, and we only have a little bit of time, so I want to jump right into sure, it. Sure. Benny, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you came from, and your road to redemption. Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks again for that. So, so yeah, I grew up in New Orleans. Um early in my life and uh, had a secular rock band back in the day. Saw things I never want my kids to see, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. Had the hair, now less is more. So <laughs> please don't comment. Uh, so, yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, I mean, he's got this uh, I mean, I amazing have, bald head. It, it's amazing. perfect. It, it looks, looks mafia, very mafia. <laughs> so um, that was my introduction, right, to music. As, okay. as, a, as a matter of fact, my very first Christian concert I went to when I had my secular rock band, a friend of mine says, you need to come check these guys out in New Orleans. And it wound up being a striper concert at, at the oh, Lakefront nice. Arena in they New just, Orleans. They just played in Destin. Yeah. And guess what? Melted my face off. I mean, they did, a, <laughs> they did a great show and asked me if I got saved from that show. No. Okay. But man, there were some seeds planted. And so in, in 1995, I knew I had gone through a really bad divorce or you know, mm -hmm. back in a day, and you know, as as people do, yeah. and found out what it meant to be saved, right? And whenever somebody would say, "Hey, are you saved?" I used to creep out, Drew. I used to get really, like, "Get behind me, man! Yeah, what is yeah. what is that?" And I was bummed out about words that are in the Bible written in red, right? I mean, Jesus spoke it. Unless you know me, you don't get to heaven. Mm -hmm. So once I found out what being saved was all about, and that was in 1995. Um, and was that, uh, how'd you find out? It, I, I had a lady, I, I was a floor manager for, I had so many things I've done in my life. I'm, I'm a former uh, military United States Navy corpsman. Thank okay. you very much. And nice. uh, appreciate your service. Yeah, well, thanks. And that was great. And doing all these things. Well, at the time I happened to be a, a manager for a Toyota dealership and I sold this lady a car and her yeah. husband a truck and their daughter a car. And she says, Hey, aren't you a musician? Don't you have a band? I said, yeah. And she's like, you need to come to our church. You'll love the music. And nice. so, and so she would always call me the following week. I didn't see you. And I was like, well, I was busy. So, and I'm sitting here on destiny radio telling you in person. I lied to this woman for three months. I was like, I wasn't busy, right? I was watching the Saints lose because that's what they did back then. And so, but there was just something like I didn't feel. And then uh -huh. I went to this event and heard some truths that I had not heard before. I mean, huh. I, I grew up in organized religion, right? And so sure. I knew Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Beyond that, I was kind of inept. And I just heard these truths and I was like, hmm. So I go and she calls me and says, you need to come. And I'm like, no, 
I'm, I'm, she said, I'm coming to get you. And I said, <laughs> I said, no, I'll meet you there. Right. And she's yeah. like, she's like, no, 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 really. Cause you know, you've been lying to me. And I said, I have, but I'm coming. <laughs> and so I show up at the church. Well, I'm, I'm rolling to church in Highland road in Baton Rouge. I've been living in Baton Rouge since 92. So, okay. so that's where we're located now. And I'm driving down Highland road and I hear this voice talking to me going, what are you doing? Where are you going? Like you were raised Lutheran, dude. You were an acolyte. Come on, where you? And, and guess what? And I, that's the first time, honestly, that I knew what Satan sounded like. Mm-hmm. And he knew he was trying. He was trying to get in the way, right? And so I'm crying and I'm demanding back seven times everything Satan ever stole from me. And I was just borrowing things I'd heard from that meeting. Okay, I'm doing seventy and a thirty. So statute of limitations covers me there, people. So and I'm rolling down the highway and I get there. And it was awesome. And the music was awesome. And I went to the altar and broke. And I had mm. four men crying around me, praying who I'd never met before. Wow. And it was like an hour and a half past service. And we're still there. Yeah. And I was home. And that's how I got saved, man. Wow. And ever since then, there has been no looking back, you know, less yeah. the pillar of salt. I'm just saying. Yeah. Your story, um, you've actually been in, interviewed by a few different organizations. I know you were on the 700 Club. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. talked about your story. Tell us a little bit about that story, if we can fit it in here. I, I believe there's so much to tell. It almost should be a two-part series here. but There is, but I, I can shorten it up for you and give you the short version. Okay. So October will be seven years ago. Um I had stayed up late watching the news. There was an election coming up and I wanted to see who was not crazy. <laughs> and so and so um I fell asleep on my sofa. Okay. And my phone alarm went off at six in the room with my wife. So I'm thinking I'm in trouble. So <clears throat> I saw her come out of the door. I stood up. I remember standing up and seeing her extend the phone to me. And I've got a 20 minute hole in my memory that I cannot remember. Mm -hmm. So what she tells the neurosurgeons was when I got to the hardwood floor section of my living room to take the phone from her, I was horizontal already. And, and they were like, did he fall, slip, trip? grab anything. She's like, nope, it was horizontal and a direct drop. And so the back of my head struck the hardwood floors. I had a double fracture in the back of my skull, Mm. a frontal lobe crush. We went, she says, come lay down and and we Uh laid down, but you're Navy training, man. Can I tell you, it it came back. And so God puts us in certain situations in our prior life that it just, that it just comes back back to you. And the signs were there. I'm like, we need to go. So we went to the uh, emergency room. So there was CT scans, everything like that. ICU for observation. I slept for 20 hours a day for the first month of recovery. Wow. And they told me that's how the brain heals itself. So I was down. When I came out of it the following month, like in November, the, uh, my speech wasn't there. Mm-hmm. My, um, yeah, my speech wasn't there. I had a walker. I had a walker, Drew. And I'm on the ceiling most mm-hmm. of the time. So I had a walker to get around. So, um, but out of all that, hey, October will be seven years. I am fully and completely healed. Thank you, Jesus. And I don't have wow. smell or taste, but guess what? I'm good with that because we're here talking. That's amazing. And, and they didn't even know if you would 
walk or, or talk or, or write or sing or play or be on stage again. And it just, none of it. There, there were no guarantees. Nobody knew what was going to happen. And so you came out of that. I what happened on. next? I mean, they, it, I'll, 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 I want to okay. share this with you. And I'm not sure how it, with it, like for those listeners who are tuned in and you've been through something, especially physical, um, especially mentally physical, like mm-hmm. what I went through. Um, one, one day I'm sitting in my living room. I was well enough to get to the restroom with a walker. So Donna could go, my wife, Donna, she could go shopping and stuff. Mm -hmm. So she left. Um, It's about 2.30 in the afternoon. I'm sitting there and I hear a man speaking to me in my house verbally. Like you hear me talking to you and I hear you talking to me. And this is what he says. Are you ready for this? Benny, I have huge and great plans for you coming out of this thing. So what do you do with that, Drew? Right? So I'm uh-huh. like, what is up with <laughs> this? And I was, I was scared, yeah. but I was excited because I knew whose voice that was. Mm-hmm. And it was God just speaking to me. And so I did what anybody would do. I cried like a baby <laughs> and, and fell asleep. And then the next day again, and then the next day, again, and on that next day, he says, Benjamin went biblical on me. And he says, I have huge and great plans for you coming out of this thing. And so I don't pray in the normal prayer. You know, our father, I, I don't pray like that. He's my mm-hmm. he's my daddy. We have discussions. And and I'm like, Lord, I know what you're doing. Jeremiah 29, 11 is my favorite verse in the Bible. Favorite. Mm-hmm. It's me the too. best I promise, that. isn't it? Yeah. For I know the plans I have for you. Mm-hmm right? To prosper you and not harm you. And, and I'm like, you're affirming me through my favorite verse. And you know what he tells me, Drew? He says, so the next song you write for me needs to be titled Jeremiah 29. 11. Oh, yeah? And I'm like, huh. And he says, but here's the deal. I don't want to hear the verse in this song. What I want people to get from it is that what I did for you, how I, the Lord God, stepped into your life and mm. saved it, mm-hmm. I can do for them too if they just press into me. And I'm like, it's the third cut on the last EP we cut. And Mm. the last EP we cut Mm -hmm. came after the brain injury. Right. And you know what that that record is? It's proof that God is good to his word. Oh, amen. Right? It just is. Always. Yeah. And he will keep his promises. I mean, you know, and not knowing what's going to happen, God took... A few small songs, and and here here was your offering, and he took that and stretched it so much more. What so what's happening now? I, I know we're about halfway through the interview right. right now, and I'd like to hear what's going on now. Okay, with- and I feel compelled to start it off by telling you this too. You know, I had someone in in and I've done I've done a bunch of national interviews over this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did an interview several weeks ago with Randy Robeson. That was awesome. Oh, nice. And we're talking, and they're like, "Have you have you ever prayed about your taste and smell coming back?" Mm. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, of course. Pray expectantly. Right? Yeah, and, sure. and so they're like, so are you bummed out that it hasn't? And and I, I said, this is what I told him. I said, let me, I can help you with that. So this little this little guy, Jacob, decides he's going to wrestle God all night. Oh, right. And he does, right? <laughs> and at the end of the night, God says, you know what? Enough of this. Boop. And he touches his hip. Jacob walks with a limp for the rest of his life. What? As proof that he wrestled with God, Right. So if my taste and smell missing is my Jacob moment Uh to remind me that Uh he stepped into my life and saved it, then I'm absolutely 
Wow. Great with that yeah. because, again, Benny and Drew are talking this morning <laughs> right. in an interview, right? You've so got I'm such here. A great, you've got such a great attitude. And every time that we are able to talk with each other, it's always so uplifting. You're encouraging and well, positive. You, That's and Jesus. you know what? Well, you know what? Praise Jesus because That's right. That's right. Uh, you inspire me. And, and the light that you shine uh, is shining. And it always blesses me. And every time we're done talking, I always get encouraged. So back to you, Benny, Myself. on the road to redemption. Right. Uh, I'm not talking about me, but I want to talk about you, your story. We talk about you, Jerry. Glad you're we're awesome. Archive- oh, you're blessing. I'm glad that we're archiving this. because uh, Road to redemption. You know, yeah. you had a road. You you dealt with some mil- military experiences that yeah. actually ended up coming into play with your father. Yeah. Yeah. You so, so, so after, after. So after the injury, we get involved. Mikey Howard, he's the front man and the founder of Seven Time Down. He's our producer. Okay. Um, and so he produced our last record. Gotcha. And so he's our producer going forward. He's cool. just, he wears a beanie. I call it the magic beanie. I don't know where these <laughs> eyes, God gives him ideas and they just kind of ooze out of this hat. Nice. So, so we, uh, but he's, you know what? Not only is he, is he our producer, he's a great, great Christian guy. And he's a great, great friend. Mm. And that's just something that doesn't happen unless mm-hmm. God puts that together. So he, he's he's awesome. So as we're doing this, you know, a year and a half ago, like my dad had always had heart issues. He's had more plumbing done than, I don't know. He's just, <laughs> yeah. you know, stents and bypasses and this and another. And we always thought that that was going to cost him his life. Mm-hmm. And um, a year and a half ago, he felt pain in his hip. He told my mom, I think I have a blood clot. Let's go get it checked out. My dad's very Sicilian, so he's close to the vest. He doesn't talk about a whole bunch of stuff, right? Okay. And um, they went and the doctors said, you've got cancer. And he Mm -hmm. says, really? How bad? And they said, like, get your stuff together. Bad. Mm Mm-hmm. And so uh, the the saddest words I've ever heard from my dad Mm -hmm. is the the first week after they diagnosed him, he looked at me and he says, hey, I may not be here for you next week. And I'm like, I couldn't get the egg out of my throat, right? So, and and I'm like, well, you know what, dad? But you're here today. So let's talk. And so, you know, about what is going on with the doctors. And then a few days and he passed. It was nine days from mm-hmm. diagnosis to go to heaven, nine days. And within the end of his life, the last two, three days, I was mm-hmm. like, so dad, not only do you have a place at the buffet wow. table, you have a name tag set out, right? So <laughs> like, I need you to tell me, you know where you're going. Amen. Right. And so, and, and Hey, and for those who are listening, if you ever feel uncomfortable having this discussion, please don't just please don't. If God tells you to move, you should do four things, right? M O V E. And move. And I'm like, Dad, I need you to tell me. And, he, and his nickname for me is Pastor Boy. So he's like, yes, Pastor Boy, I know where I'm going. I said, Dad, any other day, that would be cute. Not today. I need you to tell me. And he says, well, Jesus died. He rose again. And I believe that. So I'm going to heaven, right? And I'm like, that's right. So it doesn't matter what the doctors tell you. You are about to be immaculately. It's going to be great for you. It's going to suck for us for a little bit. I said, but you know what's cool is I know your address. I'm just saying. So, so, so there's that. And he passes. And so Mikey and I are talking and, we're, you know, and, and, and so, and Mikey's like, Hey, didn't you tell me you had a thought for a song about your dad? And it's just basically, mm-hmm. 
talking to people who have been through, so, talk about road of redemption. It doesn't yeah. have to be an illness. It could be something traumatic like that in your family. And sure. I'm like, yeah. And, and and he says, and what were you titling it? And so I was like, I'll meet you there. And, and yeah. it's a daddy song, right? So we get to work and working on it and everything. And and he's like, you know what you want? I said, I don't want it to be a sad, more Drew, I don't know how people go through things without the foundation of Jesus in their life. Mm. I mean, is it, does, is it more simple than that, right? You can't build a house on rock without a foundation. And if you build a, a foundation on sand, it's mm-hmm. going to float away. Mm. That's yeah. the parable. So, so, and, and I'm like, you know what, I, here's what I, here's what I learned in that redemptively speaking. God, I love my dad. And the, the loss of him was sad. There was mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-G. Yeah. There was mourning, right? And the next day after he passed, I mean, I completely lost it like I haven't lost it before. Yeah. I've never had that again, right? Mm-hmm. I've had thoughts mm-hmm. of sadness every now and then, but I've never had that. Every M-O-R-N-I-N-G, I don't carry on the M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G because Jesus is in my life. And right now he's having a party with my dad up in heaven. And I know the address. So yeah. even in the midst of that kind of sadness and stuff, there's joy to be found because I know daddy's address, right? So right. I'll meet you there. And that's where the song came from. And, and, and hopefully when people hear that, it just reminds them and teaches them yeah. that with Jesus, all things are possible, right? And that includes healing from illness, healing from brain injuries, healing from destroyed relationships, healing from losing a parent or a loved one that you know about. No matter what we go through, it's... It's it's that. And then the devil, his deal is he'll lie like a rug just to get us off track, right? And off focus. And I was sharing with you earlier mm-hmm. when I came in. Yeah. I saw this little saying that I put out. Yeah. And and, and I, a good friend of mine in business back home, and, and she had put this out, and I just stole it, to, tell, to be honest, because when it speaks, it speaks. And it says, if Satan talked angels out of heaven, he can talk you into hell. Mm. So be careful who you listen to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How real is that? Wow, that's good. Uh, Benny, if there was somebody listening, maybe they've just gone through something traumatic, a brain injury, or maybe they're thinking that God uh, is moving them in the direction of being a songwriter or something similar to your story, Mm -hmm. what would you say to that person uh, who maybe just feels a little struggling and like giving up right now. I, I, you know, I have friends and you know, we all have stories. And that's why I love about this road to redemption is that we're telling the story of God's goodness and his faithfulness. That's right. And some people are on the road to redemption right now. So there might be somebody right now just feeling like giving up. What would you say to that person? What I would say to that person is simply this. If God's put a call on your life, for anything. Do it. Don't question it. Don't think about it because that's you getting in the way of what he is trying to speak to others through you. It's never about when God gives us a calling. It's never about us. It's about who we can reach for him Mm. through us. We're the conduit. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. So if he tells you to do, if he says, I want you to be an author and, and, and write a Christian book, and it doesn't matter if it's make believe or not or whatever, then write the book. Mm-hmm. Start the book. Had the disciples not followed the Holy Spirit and written the Bible, where would we be today? We wouldn't be where we are today because mm-hmm. there would be no Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so we just have to move when he tells us to move and then we have to press in and don't get hung up and don't get, I do like, for instance, as an artist, I don't write songs to make people feel good. That's not, that's a, a, a to me in my mind, artistically it's lame and not very real. So what I do is I allow the Holy spirit to tell me, this is what I want you to say through this song, because if 10 different people hear this song, they may get 10 different reactions from it or 10 different messages from it. But those 10 messages are coming from me, not Benny the artist, right? They're coming. I'm using Benny the artist for that to come through and touch their life in their particular situation, in their particular moment. So if there's a struggle, I, I simply rely on your faith rely on what God gave. You have been specifically chosen by him for certain purposes, Mm. right? We don't get a second shot at this. What we do with our life here is the way that we thank him. That's our thank you back to him for the gift things that he's given us. Mm. Don't be don't 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 be the servant who dug a hole and buried the money. Yeah. Right. There's a reason right. that parable's there. I mean, if he gave you the gifts, expand them, grow the kingdom, cultivate them, mo- cultivate yeah. them, move in faith. And, you know, for me, it was a brain injury. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For somebody else, it could be cancer. For somebody else, it could be a broken, multiple broken things from a car wreck or something like that. Whatever it is that he's given, that's your history. Right. History is his story. Wow. Right. So he gives us each our own history history but guess what when our history intermingles with his story mm. and it's the story of Jesus and redemption Jesus. and speaking of redemption come on without that where are we Drew <sighs> we're in hell that's where we are yeah. and there's no need for us to be there so so press in if God has got a call on you and he's telling you to do something please for the love mm. of those who will be touched by what you do mm. or say just do it. Amen. And Amen. I don't want to steal a Nike thing, but just just, just do it. <laughs> right. And that's it. Uh, if you just tuned in uh, with us is Benny Deshera. He's in the Christian rock band Empowered. Uh, Benny, if somebody wants to know more about you guys, uh, where do they go? Yeah, I appreciate it. So, um, hey, we're, we're about to, uh, I think I mentioned to you too, we're in the middle of getting ready to do a new record this summer. So that's exciting. And God's, God is speaking some stuff. So nice. our website is the easiest way. It's R-O-C-K-I-N, the number four. Jesus, so rockinforjesus.com. And you can find there, and we're on every living streaming thing okay. in, in the world. So it's, <laughs> it's called Empowered. It's Empowered, right? And you guys rock for sure. And yeah, th- thanks, man. Thank you so much for coming in today. And I just want to let you know that, look, if you don't have a home church, get involved in a church and in mm. a small group. That's right. And uh, these stories are so encouraging to me. You may have your own story. If you have a story of redemption that you'd like to share with us that may 
maybe you feel like, you know, I feel like maybe God's speaking to me to tell my story, then let us know about it. You can always get in touch with us, but definitely get involved in a small group, sign up in a small group. They have Bible apps that you can do. Disciple Me is one. Uh, Pastor Stephen here at Destiny Worship Center, an incredible app that you can get. And uh, if you'd like to connect with us, destinyradio.live. Benny, thank you so much for coming in today. We don't usually end this way, but I love your heart. Would you mind uh, just saying a prayer over uh, Destiny Radio and, and the listeners Man, listening absolutely. now? Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Father God, we just come to you this morning. <sighs> we lift this format of Destiny Radio that you've established on the Emerald Coast. Not just the Emerald Coast, Father, worldwide, mm-hmm. because it could be heard anywhere. And again, Lord God, I just pray your blessings over the station, over Drew, over the staff, over Pastor Steve, over the church. Grow and multiply them, Father, so that your word grows and multiplies into the into the marketplace. And, and, and just, yes, Lord, into the marketplace as well as into individuals, Father God, because you are the one. You're the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. If we believe that, you know all, Father. All of this, even this interview this morning has been preordained Mm. for eons. And we're so blessed to be a part of it, Father. For those listeners that are listening, Father, I just pray your anointing over them. Father, that your Holy Spirit release to them all that you have for them, Father, for their giftings, that they move in those giftings, Father, that that your word goes forward mm-hmm. through them and we're fulfilling the great commission in 2022. Amen. Right? And yeah. so we just thank you for that, Lord God, and just thank you for the abilities and the talents that you've given us that we may use them for your glory thank and you. for the audience of one yes. who is you. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Benny Deshira, thank you so much, my friend, for Thanks, coming bud. in today. Appreciate you. Appreciate it, too. Uh, he's with the Christian rock band Empowered. And thank you for listening to Road to Redemption. We'll see you next week at 2 p.m. You've been listening to Road to Redemption, sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. If you have any comments or questions, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to us at destinyradio.live. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption.